0: So, as a parent, you sometimes find yourself needing to adjudicate fights between your children, either your children or yours and other children. Uh, It's quite natural and normal for kids to fight, and sometimes those fights get violent. They hit each other, they hurt each other. Now, we all agree that you shouldn't hit, and uh, that's not the way to sort out a disagreement. It should be done calmly and through talking, but sometimes it does happen that kids hit each other and adults need to intervene to become the adjudicators, the referees, the mediators, uh, the peacemakers to try and sort out these issues. And it does happen sometimes when you're an adult and you've observed the fight of children that you feel that one of the parties is more guilty than the other, even if that party, the A more guilty party was more injured. Sometimes one of the kids really gets, you know, lays into the other one, but it was somewhat justified, or you feel you understand that they may have done what they did. And maybe it wasn't so wrong, or maybe it was fair, or maybe it wasn't fair. And so we as parents need to, on the one hand, try and calm things down and, that, that, and teach children not to hit and not to, not to use uh, their fists to solve their problems. At the same time, we do sometimes need to adjudicate and think, does one of the parties have a fair defense of themselves, a fair argument? Uh, so the, the normal, typical defense uh, that the children give when they hurt each other is he started it. That's that's the first one. He started it. I didn't start. It. He started. It. I was sitting doing mind my own business and he came along and started annoying me or hurting me or calling me names or whatever it was. He started it. So that is often countered by yeah, but but all I did was some tiny little thing, and the, the response was huge. I he totally beat me up. But that's not fair. Do these arguments have any validity? Saying he started it. Is that a fair defense of, of somebody hurting another person, and if it is fair to say he started it and that and therefore that's you're innocent, he started it he's guilty well is that does that defend any response if he started it, can you respond in any way whatsoever, and how should we be responding as adults when we see kids behaving this way so I thought in this very practical uh, and, and common scenario, what, what does halacha say about these things, about the, about these arguments? We're here talking about children at the moment, and so therefore children ha- uh, uh, have a certain level of uh, absolvement. They're, they're absolved from responsibility. Parents are responsible for their kids' behavior. Uh, kids are not as responsible. We're teaching them responsibility, but they're not yet responsible. So halacha doesn't deal directly with children having fights, but it does talk about adults' Having fights and various uh, obligations and def- and defenses, possible defenses that adults could could uh, come up with, and applying them to the, the the child world is a fascinating exercise because educating children is to educate them how they should behave when they're adults. And so, what we say about adults applies to kids in many ways as well. I want to share with you a fascinating discussion in Shulchan Aruch, the code of Jewish law, talking about. Fights, people having fights and injuring each other. And again, let me emphasize that no one should hurt anybody and nobody uh, should justify physical, physically hurting another person. The Shulchan Aruch here is saying, but what if it happened? What if a fight happened? Who is obligated? What are they obligated? Listen to this. I'm reading straight out of Shulchan Aruch, the Code of Jewish Law, Choshen Mishpat, the section that deals with uh, monetary disputes and damages. And uh, if you want to know exactly where it is in Chosh and Mishpat, it is Simon Tov Chav Aleph, chapter 421, paragraph 13. This is what the Shulchan Aruch says, Two people injured each other. They're having a fight and injured each other. If one injured the other one more than he injured the first guy, he has to pay the one who injured more has to pay the difference in damages, in other words, generally speaking, when one person hurts another person, you have to pay damages there's a, there's a charge of damaging of damages uh, a, a penalty payment that payment is assessed based on how serious the damage was was it? Permanent damage or temporary damage, with, is, is there medical bills, etc., etc.? One person has to pay if they injure another person. Here we're talking about two people injured each other. So both have injured each other. So the damage they cause each other cancels out if it's equal. If one of them has hurt the other one more, so then that person who has hurt more has to pay the difference, the, the, the damage difference. So says so, Shulchan aruch. However, Shulchan Ruch now uh, quantifies that statement, qualifies that statement. This scenario is specifically dealing where they both started the fight at the same time. Or if after one injured the other one, the other one immediately hit him back. But if one of them started the fight, the second one is exempt from damages. If one started the fight, the second one is exempt from damages. Why? Because this person has every right to defend themselves, including by hurting the person who's attacking them. If there's a clear attacker, if one of them has started the fight, so then, the second one has a right to defend themselves, including by hurting the attacker. And therefore, if you hurt somebody who attacked you, they started the fight, you are exempt from paying damages. Okay. Uh, now continues the Shulchan Aruch, and says, Umi'u, however, serech imhaya atzme bchabal we do need to assess, in a case of self-defense, if the self-defense was appropriate or he could have saved himself by doing less damage. In such a case, he would be obligated if he gave an exaggerated response. Okay, so let's, let's have a look here. What have we seen here? Fascinating. Shulchan Aruch says two people are fighting with each other. So they're both causing damage to each other. So therefore, they both owe each other damages and and if one of them damaged more than the other so then we'll just call that person will pay the difference the extra damage he caused so if we assess that the damage you caused uh, a caused b with $1000 damage but b caused a $2000 damage so all we'll do is we'll say that b has to pay a $1000 the difference that however says the Aruch is talking about where they started the fight together that the, the brawl just just began together however if clearly one started the fight then the other one is exempt from paying damages. Because you started. If, if A starts the fight and, and the innocent, innocent B is just attacked, he has every right to fight back to defend himself. And you do not pay damages if you hurt somebody in self-defense. However, says the Shulchan Aruch, we do have to assess that. We do recognize the right to self-defense. That if a person is attacked, they have a right to hurt another person to defend themselves. That, that, that is true. However, we do assess how much damage it can be considered self-defense. What, were you defending yourself or were you getting on the offense? Were you going too far and taking it too far? And that would be a very difficult line to draw. How, how do you know exactly whether this self-defense was exaggerated or not? it would have to be assessed it would have to be analyzed and we'd have to see could you have defended yourself in a lesser way and self defense doesn't just mean stopping somebody doing what they're doing right now it means stopping them in the future they shouldn't continue to hurt you to, so so there is a, a certain leeway there however an exaggerated response would be considered damage and they would have to pay the damages now again let me reiterate even though i said it before i'll say it again that this is not condoning violence as being being the way to respond, if there 's any other way that you can respond by running away or by talking or by involving some some other higher authority, that would much be much better we 're talking it happened this is what happened a fight happened what what happens and also here when we say that somebody's exempt from damages doesn 't necessarily mean that they 've done the right thing, but it just means they 're monetarily exempt uh, from from damages so if 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 a person was attacked and they attacked back, that may or may not have been the right thing. They have a right to self-defense, but they don't have to pay damages. Interestingly, in the um, in the Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah, Ramosh Yisraelis, uh, who is one of the main commentaries on the Shulchan Aruch, he adds that, to this law that uh, the following words: the exact same law applies to not just Physical fighting, but also insults and curses. haknas that somebody who starts off cursing or insulting another person also pays a da- pays damage payment. There is a penalty for embarrassing, disgracing, uh, humiliating somebody with words, not 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 just physical damage, but also emotional damage. And so, if somebody starts attacking another person, someone's just standing there and and they start getting insulted, they pay damages. And if the person responds, insults them back, they are exempt. As long as it is uh, a fair response, that they're they're, they're standing up for their own own, uh, dignity, let's say. So we're not only talking about physical attack, we're also talking about an emotional verbal attack. The same thing applies. So we see from Shulchan Aruch that he started it can be a fair defense. He, he started it. I was standing here by myself and he, and he started fighting, he attacked me. That can be a fair defense uh, if that is indeed the case and if the response is commensurate, is, 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 is a fair response to, for, for self-defense. One curious thing, and I don't know if you noticed it when I read it originally, there was a bit of an ambiguous statement here. It said in the Shulchan Aruch, that when do we say that, that the damages have to be paid by both parties, both parties are guilty and therefore they have to pay, only when they started together the fight. However, said the Shulchan if one of them started the fight, if there was a clear uh, instigator here, one of them started the fight, or, and these are the words that are a bit ambiguous, if after one attacked the other, the other immediately attacked back, then the second one is, is exempt so one second uh, that, 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 that seems a bit unclear that if if if, if they if what, what what's what are we what are we saying here if two people start a fight together they're both guilty but if one was is the started the fight he's guilty or if one started and the other one immediately responded what's going on Interestingly, one of the commentaries on the Shulchan Aruch, the Smeh, the Meirah Hena'im, says there's a printing error here. The word immediately shouldn't be there. There's a printing error in the Shulchan Aruch, he says. And the Vilna Golan says the same thing. What, it's, what it should be read, read, it should be read like this. That when do we say they're both guilty? When either they both started the fight together, so there's no one who began it, or one attacked the other, and then sometime later the other one came back and attacked. That's when they're all guilty. But if one attacked and the other one responded in self-defense, then he's innocent. Or, says the the Samer, this commentary, if one one was attacked and the other one attacked back, maybe not in self-defense, but in anger and fury, then he's also exempt from monetary payment. Because if somebody's just standing there and he gets attacked by someone, or insulted by someone. And that causes a fury, an anger in him. We don't defend anger. We don't say anger is right. However, if a person is just standing there innocently and they get attacked. And, and they become angry and respond, respond in anger. So then they're not monetarily liable for the damage they cause. That's what the Sameh says. And that's what he, say, he reads the, how he reads the Shulchan Aruch. Fascinating. That means that if you provoke somebody else. They were just sitting there minding their own business. And you went and provoked them. And, and that caused the response. We're not saying they did the right thing. We're not saying it's, it's the moral response. But, but they are exempt from the hurt they caused you. Because you provoked them. You, you, you caused it. You started it. You provoked an anger. And their response in anger is actually your fault, not their fault. And they're, they're exempt. Interestingly, this uh, idea is brought out in, in a verse from this week's parasha, Mishpatim. Uh, one of the commentaries on the Torah sees it straight in the in the torah this idea the the verse says the following it, the, the the this week's Parsha speaks about various damages that people may cause to each other and the responsibility uh, that they have for making amends so the verse says if people are fighting and one hits the other either using a stone or with his fist but the victim does not die, Vinosh but becomes ill, becomes injured. Im If he gets up and he's able to, 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 to walk healthily, in other words, he's completely fine, nikamaka, then the one who struck him is innocent. Rakshifter yitun. he has to pay any work that the guy missed out on, uh, and Varapa and medical bills, if there's any medical bills. This verse, according to the netziv, a commentary from the 19th century, more more recent, um, Hamigdavar, he says that the verse begins by saying if two people are fighting and one hits the other. The word for fighting, Yerivun, is talking about a verbal fight. They're arguing, they're shouting at each other. And in the midst of this shouting, one hits the other. In such a case, he says, where the, the, the person who hit is innocent... Meaning monetarily, they don't have to pay any damages. So listen to the words of the Nitzv, they're fascinating. He says that in such a case, hitting somebody is a terrible sin. It is always a terrible sin. And you have transgressed a negative commandment to not hit another person. However, in body they Riv, if this came in the midst of a verbal argument, then if the other person has insulted him, upset him, cursed him in a way that, that he responded by hitting, so for example, if, he, if, he, if the other person had called him a wicked person or a bastard uh, or, or some, something similar, then he doesn't have to pay damages. He doesn't have to pay damages for his response. It came in the the midst of an argument. So again, we're dividing here between the monetary obligation and the moral obligation. Morally, it's always wrong to hit and you should always try and find another way. Self-defense is an exception. It could be for self-defense, hitting, if that's the only way, it's the right thing to do. Defending another innocent person also, hitting could be be the, the moral thing to do. However, in the midst of a fight of an argument, it's not the way. It's, it's not the way unless it's self-defense. However, it's a sin, but as far as the monetary damages, if somebody instigated, provoked by, by either insulting you or, or hitting you, so then the response, you're not, you are not monetary obligated for damages in such a case. So where does this leave us with our, with our parenting? We have to be training our kids not to hit. That's absolutely for sure. That's, that's number one to use your words not, 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 not to hit, not to strike uh, however, if in self-defense they they hit somebody, I think we have to be a bit more lenient there and 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 because they do have to defend themselves if they're being attacked they, they do have to know that they can they can do that. I don't think a child should be punished for defending themselves. Uh, this also includes where another child provoked them with words by teasing them, hurting them, annoying them in 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 a way that that was that uh, that was was deliberate. I think there, if, if a child reacts out of out of anger, they have to still be told that's not the way to react. However, we do have to have a certain understanding that the human being will respond to those circumstances when we get uh, heated up, and and therefore there has to be some some understanding. And so, as adjudicators, as the judges when our kids are involved with these these fights, we do have to give a certain uh, leeway to say that there are some circumstances where we understand why you react that way. We understand why. However, on a a moral level, we should be training ourselves and our children to calmly respond to attacks, to walk away when you can, uh, to to avoid the the physical response that that they may have an urge to do, and to to go to a, a higher place within yourself where you don't need to take it personally, you don't need to take the hurt, you're bigger than that, but we have to understand that sometimes kids won't be bigger than that too. all right any comments Shkoia, Rabbi, Shkoia. thank you have a good yeah.